0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business of Fun podcast. I'm Dave Wakeman, your host, and this is my opportunity to talk to leaders and thinkers in the world of entertainment about the challenges and opportunities of marketing and selling experiences to others. My guest today is Rob Cressy. Rob is the founder of Bacon Sports and is a forward-thinking content creator who has an entrepreneurial spirit and develops creative goals and strategies that help organizations drive growth. Rob is one of the guys who really encouraged me to start this podcast, and I wanted to have him on at the very start, number one, to thank him, but number two, because his energy and his excitement for the podcast medium and for all things sports marketing is so incredible that I thought he would be really beneficial for a lot of you to hear from. So let's get me out of the way, and let's go talk to Rob. Hey, Rob, thank you for being on the Business of Fun podcast. How are you this morning? Absolutely fantastic. Super excited to be here. Great. Now, I wanted to have you on the podcast for two reasons. Number one, you were one of the inspirations for me starting this thing. Really kind of gave me a kick in the ass to do it. And then number two is like, I think you have some really awesome ideas about marketing and building relationships and using social media and then converting that into offline kind of engagements. So thank you again for being here. Um, I want to start out by asking you about a... Event that you put on that sounds like something I would f- freaking love to do, called the Bacon Sports and Beer Celebration. Can you give me a little bit about what that is and how you came about the idea? So
1: five and a half years ago, I started baconsports dot com as a sports comedy website creating articles, videos, podcasts, and we'd built a nice organic community that way. And I said to myself, all right, well, I want to engage this community offline since we're already doing a good job of it online. And I'd never thrown an event before in my life, but I'd gone to some bacon festivals before and the food was good, but the beer was kind of crap and the atmosphere as a whole wasn't good. Then I went to some beer festivals. The beer was good. The food was crap. And once again, the atmosphere wasn't good. Like When I go somewhere and feel like I'm one of the coolest people in the room that shouldn't happen because I'm not one of those people who just like tries to exude coolness, but it's just like, there's a vibe that happens with events. It's, it's what you're trying to get. It's part of a culture. And in neither of those instances, did I feel like it spoke to me despite the fact that I was one of the target demographics. So I was like, all right, what goes well with bacon and sports? And I was like, ah, beer, boom. The bacon sports and beer celebration was born. So, and then I was like, all right, well, what's the best way to do this we got we got twenty five craft breweries to do craft beer tastings. Then we got twenty five Chicago restaurants to give out what we called bacon inspired creations, so they had to create a dish involving bacon of which they gave out and then we had nerf games, papa shots d j TVs with games on, photo booth, and seven hundred people rocking jerseys and What this was, was an experience that ended up being half content marketing, half experiential marketing because for the restaurants and breweries and the sports sponsors, their demographic was right there. And then on the experiential side, for the audience and the people attending there, it was like, holy smokes, I love bacon, I love sports, I love beer, and I love getting down, and it created all of that in a win-win situation for everybody.
0: No, that, and when you explained it to me the first time, I was like, this is a really great event and I wish I had been there for it. Um, And one of the things that I noticed about what you described is that you were able to combine three or four different elements. So you you combine social media, you combine the experience and you combine a community. And I know one of the big things that you've talked about with bacon sports has been the ability to build a community. Um, What has made your community building efforts so successful?
1: I don't stop. I mean, I think that's number one, don't stop. Number two, you have to have an emphasis on engagement. So a simple way to think about this is just always asking questions nonstop. It's like in the world of sports in which we live in, that's a piece of cake. It's like, what do you think about people are like, oh, my God, is LeBron James better than Michael Jordan? The answer is no, but it can at least enge- you can at least engage a community. Uh, at the same time, I also believe in user-generated content. So at Bacon Sports, a sub-community that grew out of our larger one was sports fans who dig jerseys. So people would just start sending us random jerseys from all over the place. So, for example, you could get a Jake Arietta Orioles jersey or a Olaf Kolzig Capitals jersey at a, at a Giants football game. And you're like, what in the world is this? And – by supporting and embracing and engaging the community, it continues to build because you say, listen, this isn't just about us. This is about others. And And it was built – I built this on a foundation of community because I believe in a marketing sense, it's one of the biggest things that brands are missing. And I can't understand why brands don't see it because so much of what they do is megaphone-based instead of conversational – and when you make it more conversational, that's how communities get built.
0: Yeah. And I really like this philosophy you have because last year I gave a keynote address in the UK and this sort of launched a lot of stuff that I've been doing the last year or two. And that was one of the big ideas that I threw out there. I was like, when Pete, you're going, you're not going to win by b- being louder. You're going to win by having a better community, a better connection to people and Everything that you and I have talked about over the past months has been about connecting people, kind of uh, burrowing down a little bit more. Where do you think the disconnect is between the organizations, you know, be that in theater or sports or, um, you, you know, breweries do a very, I think, a very good job, especially like some of your Chicago based breweries. But where do they miss the mark on understanding that the modern consumer is demanding experiences and it wants community and that? it's not necessarily personalization, but it is like a little more specificity and a little more intention.
1: It starts at the top. When when I've seen any project or anything ever go wrong in any situation, it always starts at the top with the leadership or lack thereof, because what the, what the instructions are rolls downhill. So, The, the social media manager may just think of this as a checkbox because one, they may be spread thing and they're doing 20 different things. So they're not thinking in terms of we're building a community. What they're thinking is, did I send out this post on Facebook, uh, promoting a link to our product? And as long as the answer to that is yes, well, guess what? It's not my fault that Facebook changed the algorithm. That's what you're going to start hearing. So it's going to start at the top. And then after that, it's going to be a myriad of excuses. And I really th- I think that's what it is because the mindset just isn't there because for some reason, brands don't want to play the long game and relationship building is a long-term thing. And the sooner you start, the sooner that you can start to see the benefits, but it just takes more conscious effort. And I don't believe that the majority of brands think of social media and content creation and community building in the same sentence. I would say they think social media and then that is it. Community building isn't a thing. Uh, Engagement isn't really a thing. Forward thinking isn't really a thing. I I unfortunately think that's what the landscape is that we're dealing with.
0: Yeah, that's pretty interesting because one of the things that I think I've noticed a lot lately is that so many of the teams and you know, right now we're definitely skewing way over in the sports in our conversation have allowed their brands to deteriorate because they're only focusing on checking these boxes, right? If I do this advertising campaign, if I post these tweets, if I produce this content for, um, you know, YouTube or Facebook or whatever, then I've done my job. And, it's a really missed opportunity. I mean, I look at, you know, the Cubs have, have, have always had a really strong brand, but you can look at just so many teams like um, take the NFL. There's really two teams that I can think of right off the top of my head that really now have legitimate sort of forceful meaningful brands and that's the raiders for better or worse and the Steelers. and it is it, just really a um it's a missed opportunity because again to, to beat the dead horse of what the modern consumer wants is they want that community feeling they want that sense of belonging because so much of what we do is built around screens and glass and computers and things that just take us away from other people um you know and I, and i'm i'm assuming that you kind of fe- have a a similar feeling about this
1: well yeah and i'm a pittsburgh steelers fan and it's i am proof of the loyalty of a tribe i have a steelers tattoo when i travel internationally i bring a terrible towel with me so i went to south africa and we hiked up table mountain i've got a terrible towel we ran with the bulls in spain i got a terrible towel and I I can boil this down to one phrase of what they do well, my philosophy for community building, and what brands need to be thinking about. How can you get people to look forward to hearing back from you again? And that's the thing when you're like, boom, when they just keep giving you the hits after the hits after the hits, you're like, oh my God, this is so good. Well, why is that? Because you understand your audience and you say, listen, this isn't about us. This is about you, the community, and I believe that's where the big shift needs to happen. So much brand marketing is about what can I do to increase my numbers, not what can I do to better engage Dave and Rob, our community who likes this brand, because guess what? We've seen so many brands think that they're too big to fail until all of a sudden they fail and they say, what in the world happened? And you look at their marketing for the last three years and it's hot garbage, so it really has to come down to the, the fundamentals of what it takes and that's why going back to the business of fun for me fun is at the center of absolutely everything that i do
0: because fun is always fun yeah yeah that's sort of the um, bit of the joke that i've used to talk about what the podcast is it's because look at the end of the day most of us that are doing any of these things are we're trying to create moments of excitement that that elicit a response and not a bad response for the customers that put their faith in us right you don't go to the corner bar because i can just get a beer i can just get a beer anywhere it's because of that community it's because of that sense of connection it's because i have a good time like talking to the guys there about the capitals or you know the cubs or the steelers or the penguins right it's missed opportunity after missed opportunity after missed opportunity and you know, from what you're saying here is we need a larger focus on thinking from the for the long term. And instead of just thinking that, you know, it's kind of like that quarterly capitalism thing we need to do. And I think it comes from Seth Godin, who says you have to create something that people will miss if you aren't there. And I feel like so much of it is not we aren't creating a nearly enough of stuff that people could care less about if it wasn't there.
1: Man, that is an absolutely fantastic quote. So, Dave, I'll ask you this. As as I talk to a lot of brands, you get the same excuses. With lack of time, resources, or budget, and oftentimes it's almost like speaking hieroglyphics to someone who just doesn't get it. And and when I, when I have these conversations, it's really a a lack of getting it. Or when I first met you, you and I like clicked immediately. And I believe that's what's missing is the click of the leadership. And is there an element of this because of social media is pretty, er was very early in the life cycle of this. Yet a lot of the key decision makers are significantly older. So if we're going to say, all right, why is a brand not doing a podcast to better engage their audience? Is it because the, the CMO or the people making the decisions are 50 plus years old and they don't consume it? So because of that, it's not part of their brand?
0: Yeah, I wish I had the answer to this because sometimes the answers are counterintuitive that you get, you know, or... It's the, um, to use another quote, and I think this might be a Peter Drucker one or a Tom Peters one that goes like this, you can't get fired for hiring IBM, right? And it's the same sort of thing with trying anything new, right? Um, We won't do a podcast because, my God, you know, that would be tough. And how would we control it and how would we make it so anodyne that it would be meaningless? You know, we can do... And probably some of it goes back to the rights fees because I know, like, the NBA and that Adam Silver article, which I'll try to remember to link to in the uh, show notes from Business and Strategy Magazine, talked about giving people um, oh, man, I don't remember, but giving people bite sized hits so that they want to consume the entire sandwich. Snacks versus meals is how Adam Silver described it not everybody either because of their contracts, they can't do it or they just don't think of it. And I, th- I think more likely than not, they just don't think of it. And it probably goes back to what you were asking, which is like, are, is everybody so detached? And in a lot of cases they have to be, because if you, you know, advice I give anybody in any industry is shop your business. And shop your business so you understand what the other consumers are looking like and what they're dealing with. And if you don't do that, then I don't think you understand. And I I think that's really what's happening is like people just don't understand what their customers and their consumers and their fans are dealing with.
1: Yeah. And in what you just said, I completely agree. But you know what was not mentioned? Caring about the customer. Right. Like all of this is an internal thing. What is the internal brand not doing? But at no point does anybody stop and say, wait a second, guys. What does our audience want from us? It's all what's wrong with what can we do to improve in, internally and all this? No. Put the audience first. Crazy things will happen when you put the audience first.
0: That That's exactly right. And I know you know that I came out of nightclubs to start with And, and that was the thing. It's like if I could throw a better party, then I could always find ways to make more money. If I threw a terrible party, then there was no chance at all of me making any money because there was nobody there.
1: Yeah, it's, it's great there. So uh, can you give a tip or two that you have for making business more fun?
0: I like how this has turned around to you podcasting me now. Uh, now I'm <laughs> old, habit, to, old I habits die hard.
1: The, the audience here, <laughs> yes, because I want to make sure that we deliver value for them.
0: That's exactly right, and that goes into the idea that I want to give actionable items. So, three things that people can do to make more fun. I think number one is like ask yourself the question: What if this was happening to me, and see how you feel? Because number one, a lot of the decisions you make, if you were on, the shoe were on the other foot you would be like, this is not acceptable to me. Uh, Number two is like, ask yourself, what does my customer want, right? Just simply like, what is going to be meaningful and valuable to them? And then the third one is be like, always keep asking those questions because it's not a stagnant thing. It's not something that just sits there. You know, it always is changing.
1: Yeah, I really like that. I would add to some of these, uh, live in action. I think there's there's an element of, all right, if you're not currently doing anything fun in your marketing, well, you got to start somewhere. So start testing and say, all right, 10% of the the content or, or outbound social media is going to be completely fun-based. Like There can be a formulaic approach to this because it's not really that hard. When I threw the Bacon Sports and Beer Celebration, my thought process was actually super simple. It was like, if I'm going to throw a party, what would I want? So with bacon sports, when I help brands market to sports fans in the sports lifestyle, they're, they're marketing to me. I literally say, what would I want this brand to do if they were marketing to me? So if I look at their current assets and their garbage, I'm like, that doesn't appeal to me. So this is why I'll tell you why this doesn't work on the flip side. Hey, This is what me and some of my demographic would likely like from your marketing. So oftentimes they call it eat your own dog food. Just ask yourself, what would you want? Yeah.
0: (laughs) This reminds me of a conversation I had last night. uh, And I was telling you before at the Jack white concert at the Anthem. And we were talking about with my neighbor, how much we love the Anthem. And it's, and we said that same thing. I go, everything here speaks to me And, and it's, it's great. And, I think that's a uh, lesson to eat your own dog food that everybody can take. Um, one more question before I let you go. How can people find you? You can find me lots of places um,
1: on LinkedIn. I am super active. I would love for you to connect with me, Rob Cressy, C-R-E-S-S-Y. Make sure to mention that you listen to this podcast. Uh, you can also check me out at uh, bacon uh, We work with, brands who want to engage sports fans in sports lifestyle helping them better build the connection uh, between those consumers and then on twitter at rob cressy
0: that's awesome and i guess one more question i lied so what book are you currently reading because i know we've gone back and forth about this on your podcast about books
1: Ooh, what book I'm reading. Here's a crazy thing. I actually don't even know the name of this book. So I I don't stop reading ever because I read 30 minutes every single day. All I know is it is a book about sales. And I finished a book uh, about getting into flow. And it was about uh, the action sports industry, how they saw a greater – Increase in, let's call it world records happening than any other sport or achievement area anywhere. And then they broke it down. It had the word Superman in the title. So, for all of you who want to search Superman and Flow in action sports, and it was a super interesting concept because what ended up happening is that action sports athletes had to get into Flow quicker because they were in life or death situations. So imagine it was like Travis Pastrana trying to do a double backflip for the first time. And if he doesn't do it, he's in some big time trouble. So it really broke down the what it took to get into flow, what how these people were able to achieve the seemingly impossible. And then once that was done, like five other people did it within the last month. So that's the most recent book that I just finished that I also don't remember the title of the name because- I just zoom through. Once I'm done with the book, I just jump on Amazon. I just search something I see recommended, uh, and I rarely know anything about the books I read unless somebody recommends them to me. What about you? What are you reading?
0: If I'm to being completely honest, I was reading a book called Zodiac about the Zodiac Killer from the 1960s. <laughs> because, <laughs> But I finished a really great book over the holiday called Place... Um, Thinking in Bets by Annie Duke, the former professional poker player. Oh, yeah. And I would strongly encourage everybody to pick the book up because um, the decision tree for thinking that she offers up in the book is just fantastic.
1: Wow. I love that. I'm definitely going to check that
0: out. Yeah. Uh, Rob, let me thank you for being here. You know, thank you for the continued uh, friendship and the positivity. Um, and I hope we get a chance to do this again soon.
1: Yeah, Dave, I really appreciate you uh, having me on. And I want to give you some kudos for living in action that let this podcast be a testament to why you should podcast, why you should build a community because you came and became part of my tribe and I tried to share some thought leadership about the positive benefits that I was seeing with podcasting. You took action on it because of this. I think that the people listening are going to start to see a lot of benefits. So big shout out to you for that.
0: Oh, thank you. And really just to highlight that, it was like um, from – Your idea to me doing this was like a week or two. And and so, you know, so like when you get a good idea, I mean, just take action and get started. And I know that sounds trite and contrived, but it's, you know, it really really is a powerful thing because you'll get better. It's not like you have to be perfect at the start. So thanks again, Rob. I'll talk to you soon. Cool. Thanks, Dave. Once again, I'd like to thank Rob Cressy for being on this episode of the Business of Fun podcast. To find out more about Rob, you can visit his website, robcressy.com, and you can check out his podcast, The Sports Marketing Huddle. You can find out more about me by visiting my website, davewakeman.com. You can always send me an email, dave at davewakeman.com. And if you like the podcast, please subscribe or leave a comment or a rating on iTunes. You know I enjoy it. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time.